Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Kyle Tolzman, and you're listening to the Against All Average Podcast, the show where business owners and entrepreneurs come to learn the skills and mindset to lead exceptional lives. Today, I'm joined by the one and only Jake. Can someone just tell me who the freaking president's going to be already? Spurly. What up, Jake? I'm just so ready to be like done with the political campaign ads, the, the, oh my gosh, is this state going to swing? Like, can we just pick one and move on? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Can we just pick like two, one of two horrible choices and get on with our lives? I mean, like, I don't know, dude. It's like people are, people get worked up and I get it. Right. Like it's an emotional decision and stuff like that. But like at the end of the day, like the votes are cast or can't do anything about it. You know, if if uh, President Trump stays stays in the office, like we are to know what he's going to do. You know, if Mr. Biden Biden gets the seat, uh, I mean, we kind of know what he's going to do. We saw a glimpse of him with uh, President Obama and uh, like, let's just do it and move on. Like we uh, I don't know. I don't know. Can't get too wrapped up on it. Yeah, I think, too, people don't understand, um, you know, how our political system works as well and the checks and balances within our system to prevent, you know, crazy control by the actual president. So how much are either of these guys actually doing right? Right. And are and are they I mean, would, would Biden have the, the power to get anything done? Would Trump have the power to get anything like, who knows? Let's move on. Yeah, right. Like it, it hangs in the balance of the Senate and the House. Like, it, you know, there's all sorts of different different reasons why, you know, a certain presidential era works and it doesn't. Um, so just kind of getting this thing rolling. We're I'm going to actually post this today. Uh, we're recording at 9 a.m. Pacific time on Wednesday, November 4th. Right now at 9.02 a.m. on Wednesday, November 4th. CNN's actual prediction right now is 224 electoral college votes to Biden to Trump's 213. Nevada is in the balance. Alaska's in the balance, but that's traditionally been red state. Uh, Arizona's in the balance. That will be an interesting one. I do not know what to predict there. Uh, Trump's swinging in Pennsylvania a little bit, but Wisconsin and Michigan is going a little bit blue. Uh, so we'll see. You know, Trump needs to pick up probably Georgia, Pennsylvania, and maybe Wisconsin. I don't know the exact electoral votes on those uh, three states, but uh, it's either person's game right now. As we're just kind of waiting around, I don't know. I'm done with it too. I just think it's funny. Trump always is saying like, "Oh, we gotta, you know, we're we're gonna stop the voting." <laughs> what a what a cracker. okay, buddy. What a crackerjack! That guy's so freaking silly, man. He's just a jokester. Like he's the ultimate comedian. He goes right, he goes back and forth, dukes up with like Kevin Hart with all this ridiculous comedy, man. I tell you what. <laughs> he just needs his own show by now. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, and it, this has nothing to do with the way that I voted. I just think it's freaking ridiculous that, you know, his number one goal is entertainment. And then his number two goal is to create this, uh, you know, crazy divide to make sure that he gets the, the all those voters on the right um, that are super right wing. Um, but yeah, he, he plays the freaking game like a TV show for the last four years. It's been one horribly produced TV show as far as, <laughs> as, far, as, far as his antics. I'm not talking his politics, just his antics make me, uh, make me laugh each and every day. 
it's uh you nailed it horribly produced comedy series <laughs> oh man oh, let's thank our sponsors we're rolling on episode number 47 of the against all average podcast and we're actually wrapping up season two and we're going to go back into another interview series for season number three and along this journey our sponsor has been the same fame pro services and fair and event your trusted partner for all of your event management needs if you need a website custom graphics social media management printing services anything to make your event pop off, this is the team that'll help you out. If you also need ticketing solutions, you need a way to manage your vendors and manage the payments coming in and out. Is your once a year fair a freaking headache? Reach out to the folks over at fairandevent.com. They will make sure that your event is safe successful and a hell of a lot of fun fairnevent.com thank you for being the sponsor of the against all average podcast jake let's get into it let's get into it manufacturing energy Whoa. what does that even what does that even look like i mean i think first off you always you always gotta find and define your purpose like 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 what is your purpose. Like, I think if you don't have purpose, it's hard to have a high level of energy because you don't know like wh- what you're supposed to be stoked about. You don't know what you're, you know, I guess trying to accomplish. Why, why, why should you be excited about this? And I think you have to understand kind of like your purpose of um, why you're doing it. And I think once you really understand, understand the purpose, understand your why, I think that's a big my big line there is understand your why, like, why are you doing this? Like, why am I doing this? And if I can't answer that, I usually don't do it. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people kind of, kind of skip over. There's like, Oh, I'm just going to do this but without asking themselves, why are you doing this? Um, and so I think finding your purpose, you have to, you have to answer that question of what is your why? Why are you doing it? Like, why, why does this make sense to do right now? I think finding your purpose starts with just having an understanding of like, where are you at in your life? Where are you today? Where do you want to be tomorrow? Where do you want to be next week? I think once you've found that, that timeline, you find that purpose, I think you can then, then get super jacked up about, um, about whatever it is that, that you're trying to do there. And I want people to understand this isn't fake energy. Okay. This isn't the fake person in the office that's always jacked up and at lunch goes and cries in their car. This isn't the fake energy people. This is manufacturing real sustainable energy. You don't have to talk a million miles a minute to have energy. You do not have to be bouncing off the wall, high five and yelling to have energy, real sustained energy. How do you have energy for 20 years, Jake? Like, how do you consistently show up each and every day and have energy for 20 years? Not 20 hours of the work week and then you bag it in the next 20 because you're so stressed out because you've created this fake persona of, I'm the go-getter, I'm the energy guy, I'm the energy girl, I always go after all the big deals, I'm always on the phone, I'm always crushing it, I'm always doing this. And we create this fake persona where really you just are depleted 
at all times. You wake up and you feel like crap each and every day because you put so much energy into this facade that you're the go-getter, you're the energizer bunny, and you're just trying to impress everybody around you. You really haven't used your energy to actually help you uh, each and every day live that fulfilling life, not just in, in work. Like, yeah, it's great. Like, you know, it sucks the worst. My worst days is when I have great energy at work and I show up at home and I'm done. Like my energy is all gone because I was too stressed out. I had too many projects going on. I, I tried too hard to impress other folks with, oh, I'm ready. I'm paying attention. I'm bright eyed and bushy tailed. What do you have for me next? And you're just taking on all these projects and you're just screwed at the end of the day and you're just whooped, you're tired. Um, so manufacturing energy, we need to definitely have that purpose and we need to make sure that we're not trying to impress others with our energy. Does that make sense, Jake? It makes sense in my head. Yeah. I mean, you have to, it's, it goes back to what, what we've said in previous episodes of like, you have to do it for yourself and you can't, ex- you, you can't be seeking or needing that external validation from somebody else to, to validate you of like, Oh yeah. You know, Kyle is the go getter. Kyle is, you know, he's the guy, he's always Jack, whatever. Like you can't expect that. You just have to be fulfilled with it internally. And I think, which is hard to do, right? Like everybody craves a compliment. Like it always feels nice. Like a compliment never feels poorly. So I think it's naturally, unnatural to not want to crave external validation with it. But I think if you do, and it's tough, and I've already said it's tough, you're setting yourself up for failure and that you're hinging your energy, you're hinging your purpose or whatever on somebody else's confirmation. Yeah, it's it's tough to lead up to a, a fake facade. It's tough to live up to something that you're not each and every day. Like some days, some days you talk to me, like I have no energy in my voice for you. I'm not here to impress you with my voice on a phone call. Yeah. That can rub people the wrong way. Yes. That can have other people on the other end of the line be like, man, he really does not give a shit about this conversation whatsoever. And anybody that's, that's met me can come across like that. But like, I am genuinely going to show up like who I am that day. Some days I'm on, some days I'm off. Some days my energy's super high. Sometimes it's middle of the road. Sometimes it's low. But I guarantee you what you'll get from me is fucking real. Like you're not going to get the bubbly. Oh, it's so nice to see you, Jake. I haven't seen you in so long, buddy. Oh my goodness. How's the fam? Like, fuck that. That's not me like that. That's completely fake. You know why I have built so many relationships that still stand that I, that I have not broken because I'm freaking real. You ask me a question. I give you a real and valid answer. I'm going to be able to go from 6 AM to 12 PM some days because I am going to work with the ebbs and flows of my natural energy. I'm not going to go super crazy from 10 a.m. to noon and just freaking waste all my energy trying to impress people at like some random meeting. Like, yes, I'm going to be uh, intent. Yes, I'm going to listen. Yes, I'm going to bring energy to the table. But I think when we don't manage our emotions very well, 
we start to get stressed out. Like we start to bring anxiety to the table. And we both know that when we bring those extra emotions to the table, guess what it does? It freaking zaps the battery. It's so hard. I know Jake, you wanted to say something. Pop in, huh? I just wanted to insert a uh, real life, uh, what's it called, story here to really resonate on what Kyle is talking about with his complete levelness of um, emotion, voice. I hadn't seen this ding dong for like, six maybe eight months you know hey let's we're gonna meet up we met up in a mcdonald's parking lot in the <laughs> in the boonies straight up hop out of the car i'm, I'm a little excited you know ha- haven't seen this ding dong in a while and uh they're like yo here you go gotta go bye and i was like i'm just <laughs> boogies off I was like, yo, bro, I haven't seen you like eight months. Like, what's up? I don't got COVID. I swear. This is cool. And yeah, no, straight up, like to the purpose, no bullshit. This is what it is. And it is right. Like if I'm super duper excited and maybe it's just me, like it is not good for me or my health to get outside the boundaries of me as far as emotionally during a day, or it zaps my energy. So I try very hard to pick and choose my times where I'm throwing down the crazy level 12 energy. And I call it level 12 energy because it's not natural and it depletes anything over the top of what you can give. And we can always we can always raise the level 10. We can always raise ourselves to that level 10. But once we start going outside our boundaries constantly, then it starts zapping the energy. So some of you may be thinking, well, you've said in other episodes, you've got to go outside your boundaries. Yes, you 100% do. But if you're outside your emotional boundaries all day long, every day, you're going to be stressed out, burnt out, and you're not going to be able to live a fulfilling life. Like nobody wants to be stressed out all the time. It's just like, yeah, that was a good life. But you had a heart attack at 40 years old because you were constantly playing in, in a way that your emotions could not handle. So I think it's super important to have that purpose of like, what am I doing? And I know I can go outside my boundaries, but I would not suggest stacking the stacking so many things on your plate that you're at a level 12 out of 10 emotionally, like you're over the top all the time, because we all know what stress does to us mentally, physically, and over time. So I think it's super important. If you want to manufacture true energy and create energy from sunup to sundown and be able to crank each and every day and be consistent because consistency is really the key in what we do, then you're going to have to take care of yourself and listen to your body and understand when, when you're going and you're just trying to do something for the outside to say, oh, isn't she amazing? Isn't she such a good a go-getter? I bet she's really productive. Instead, when you go back to your office, you're not productive because you wasted all your energy trying to impress other people. And Kyle, you said that Energy isn't a direct correlation to, I guess, how 
how we perceive energy of like, you know, if somebody's all super jacked up, you know, you're like, like that isn't, that is a form of energy, but that's not the energy we're talking about. How would an individual depict, I guess, somebody's energy level if they're, if they're kind of, kind of like you, you know, they're pretty, you know, smooth sailing, kind of flat level headed there. They don't have big ups. They don't have big downs. Like, like, is there a difference between somebody that's like super, extrinsically jacked up and then somebody who's also like you where you have a high level of energy you just don't portray it a lot like how, how do you i guess how do you distinguish that like how do you read people yeah like because you even said it like it's not healthy to just be have that jacked up energy all the time because it's not sustainable but there's a different type of energy which you have which is the energy of you have internal energy of like you know like you're motivated or whatever but you don't extrinsically show it like I guess one is that healthy and two, like, is there a way to tell if somebody does have a high level of energy, but they just don't, like, I guess, extrinsically show it? Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's a tough one, but it goes back to the building blocks of a successful human being. And successful human beings do what they say they're going to do 100% of the time. And I think that's how you show and validate your interest, your drive, your worth is to be able to show what's going on in a meeting. Like I'm not that exciting. The only time I'm exciting is if I stir the pot because I'm bored. Okay. But in my head, I've already created what 20 steps next I'm going to do behind the scenes to win the relationship, show my worth, et cetera. So I, I wouldn't say that I think, re well, reading people, Jake, that could be an, another episode. Reading people is an extremely valuable skill. And I feel like I have this skill pretty darn dialed in. Like I can predict different candidates there, how they're going to work in the in our, um, in our organization. But the only true way to get to know someone on a deeper level, especially introverts or combination introverts, extroverts, <clears throat> where they lean more heavily towards being introverted is to actually have a genuine conversation, not an interview, more like a working interview or dinner or lunch or something like that. Because some days I'm going to wow you and baffle you with bullshit. Like that's just the way I'm feeling that day. We're going to talk it up. I'm going to be a conversationalist, that type of thing. And there's other times like I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. And I'm not feeling the, I'm not feeling the, Hey, how you doing? Oh, you doing good. How's the fam? Like some days I'm just not interested in that shit and I just want to get to work. And so there's, <laughs> That there, like there's two, there's definitely two parts of me and there's, there's many parts of everyone else. And I just wouldn't, I wouldn't connect high extrinsic energy with success. Our society puts way too much value on extrinsic energy. Our society pays extroverts way more than introverts and what's crazy and what's crazy is who actually runs the shit who actually runs the back end who actually makes things work it's it's the folks that say two words in a day 
and are intrinsically energized. They're intrinsically fulfilled. They understand that they're needed, wanted, and valued, but they're not going to wow you. They're not going to show up and say, hey, you want to go out for coffee this morning? They're like, hell no, I don't. I'd like to drink a pot of coffee by myself all day (laughs) with my headphones on. Pretty please. So don't, uh, yeah, I hate that. Don't connect, especially when you're interviewing people. Don't connect extrinsic energy or um, communication skills with value because we all need introverts. Our, mm-hmm. Every company runs on freaking introverts. It's just the few extroverts that are actually doing other types of outward reach. Yeah, you need extroverts. You need your marketing department and your sales department to reach out. Your CEO doesn't even have to be that much of an extrovert. Just needs to talk to the camera every once in a while. But most, <laughs> you know, a lot of CEOs just sit or are sitting behind the scenes and tell their executive assistant to, nope, no meetings today. Negative. Negative. No meetings today. Okay. I have a 10 minute slot in eight hours. Like that's my meetings for the day. I think we just get, we get pulled in too many uh, directions. And so I think it's, it's important just to understand and know yourself what creates energy for yourself. And that's different with introverts and extroverts. And, you know, let's, let's stop pooling everybody as an introvert or an extrovert. It depends on the situation anyway. Just like not everybody's a Democrat or a freaking Republican. We've just been forced into two political parties. And what do you have to say on the lines of, you know, we, I mean, we've kind of said it before of you know, you're the average of the five people you hang out with the most. And it's not common for, I guess, I guess and correct me if I'm wrong, I could be totally in left field here, but it's not natural for a introvert to hang out with extroverts, you know, kind of like introverts kind of hang out with introverts because they're like-minded extroverts kind of hang out with extroverts because they're like-minded. How do you, I guess, hang out with energetic people if you're kind of a more introverted person? And do you think hanging out with those energetic people has a direct correlation to your own energy level? Yeah. My biggest thing is like my qualifications of hanging out with people is like, you have to be a good person and you cannot be faking, faking whatever it is that you want. So like, I personally can't stand someone that's just talking and talking and talking in all fake energy and talking and talking and talking. Like I'll have and that's me, right? Like Jake, you always say in one man's opinion, and then you'll talk like I'm doing the same exact thing. Like I'm an interesting, I'm an interesting person in that way. Right? Like you don't, you you don't meet too many people that can, can put it on and go and talk to a large crowd, be crazy energy, somebody who can pop into a a huddle during a, a, a game and, and change the energy right there. But at the same time, can go, I could drive my truck for eight hours, not talking to anybody, not listening to anything and be completely content. So again, you have to understand what is an energetic group of people for you and what level of energy do you want that group to be? You also do, you, to- do you think energy level and the perceived energy level should be different for every individual? Do I think everybody should show energy? Say that one more time, please, Jake. 
because I think energy is a relative term. Somebody who's int- who's somebody who's super introverted might think, you know, just say like, hey, how's it going? Like that person now has a very high energy level, but somebody who's uh, certainly extroverted, you know, if you're not, you know, going balls to the walls 24 seven, like you don't have a high energy level. I, I think in my eyes, energy is a relative term and that that's kind of different for everybody. Would you agree? Yeah. And you talk a lot about in the sales process, matching energy, right? And you, right. you it's the same, like, it's the same way that I hang out with people. If I say, Hey, Jake, what's up? And you're like, Hey, what's up, Kyle? What's going on, man? I'm just like, what the fuck? Did you not, did you not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and I, I don't get to, I don't get to determine your energy, but I'm always just like, why are you talking so loud at me? Like I'm right here. So like, I, I sometimes get confused with that. And the same, same thing. Like I listen to the TV at a volume in which I can hear it. I don't crank it up for movies. I don't add the bass in that type of thing. And that's, that's just me. Like, I'm okay with that. Like that is, that is keeping me in my equilibrium as much as I possibly can. So that when I need to go out of it, when I need to go out of my comfort zone, I still have juice in the battery. I can't have all this external, all of these external factors draining my battery so that when I need to perform that I can't or that my mind's all mixed. And so I have to find a way to control my environment as much as I possibly can so that I can accomplish what I want to accomplish and I can focus on the goals that I have. If I have too much external input, me personally, this is me, Kyle talking, like me personally, like I can't control, I can't handle all the external outputs, right? Right. That makes me need to go for a long walk. Like that makes me need to just like, I'm done with this and go to sleep. Like there's different things that like I know about myself that I have to control in order to control my energy and have consistent energy. If I don't have consistent, true, real energy, my life gets messed up. I get scattered. I can't focus. I can't listen. I, I can't, I can't separate different parts of my life. So energy is so freaking important to overall success and fulfillment in life. And remember, when I say success, I'm not talking freaking money. I'm talking about a good feeling, about feeling successful, feeling good about yourself, uh, going forward with your purpose and those types of things. So, um, you know, I I don't hang out with the craziest of energy. I hang out with good energy. I hang out with good real energy. But uh, some of that stuff can just be overwhelming to folks like me. You talked about equilibrium and balance. And I think there's so much, we talked about it, you know, a little earlier, but of finding that balance, you don't want to be super energetic and then dive down. You like, you don't want these big crashing waves. You just kind of want, you know, ride that little wave, you know, the, the, I guess, common ground, the equilibrium really of the wave. Talk about that. What, what does that look like in your life? Like, how can people get better at finding that balance and really finding their equilibrium equilibrium of energy? Yeah, I think trying to find balance is probably the hardest thing that we could possibly find right now, Jake. 
right? in such There's, an uncertain world. It's so uncertain. We've got politics rolling. Um, you know, we're in Oregon right now. Our rates of COVID have continued to increase as well as with our positivity percentages. So of the people that are getting tested, there's a higher percentage that are currently um, coming down positive that, that, you know, I have three kids that are at home most of the time. Schools may or may not open. You know, I have business concerns. I have different things going on. So I think it's so important to get back to perspective and start thinking, yeah, all this shit's happening outside right now. But what has it changed inside? What has it literally changed inside my walls? And I don't want to come across as a hermit. But it's like, really, inside my walls aren't changing because of all these outside factors. Yes, they could. And I'm grateful every day that they're not, and I have a secure job at the moment. But it's like, really, really gaining perspective and clarity on exactly what's happening and how it does or does not affect us. Too much watching of the news, too much social media just kills your ability to hit that equilibrium. And don't get me wrong, you don't want to stay in equilibrium all the time. You want to push yourself out of your comfort zone. But if you're out of your comfort zone every waking hour, that leads to stress. Stress leads to health problems. Let's keep it that simple. I think with so many people, they, I don't want to generalize, but I think they, try and make it too hard. Like, you know, I don't even know, I don't even know the words that I'm trying to say right now. I just know the idea of what I'm trying to get across of like finding balance is really as simple as what makes you happy. What do you absolutely need to do to, you know, survive the day and have a, live a fulfilling life? Like anything above or below that is either an option or a distraction. So it's like, like you get to pick every day what that looks like. And I think we overcomplicate it by trying to add in uh, too many distractions or trying to, you know, add in just stuff that one doesn't move the needle for us two doesn't lead or um, I guess support kind of our purpose and, you know, defining that purpose, which we talked about earlier. Um, and we get, we get too caught up because I think we get out of balance by, having too much to do. And I don't think you get out of balance by not having enough to do. I think that's when you're in balance is when you don't have shit to do and you're sitting around and you're like, yeah, this is great, dude. I think we get severely out of balance when life's crazy, you know, kids are at home, work's crazy, you know, family issues, whatever. And I guess Kyle, maybe you could talk to this point of if somebody is severely out of balance with their life, their energy level, whatever, how do they get back to it in, I guess, kind of an equilibrium balanced state amongst absolute utter chaos? I think, you know, one thing I used to do in college when I felt, you know, I had a bunch of different papers due and I was just getting overwhelmed is I just started writing. And this could really? be different. Yeah, this could be different for other folks. When I was in college, and I don't even know if I can find it, it might be on a different external hard drive, or that computer probably crashed or something. Who knows? Um, but I used to journal quite a bit when I was feeling overwhelmed. 
And the, the writing helped me just get down my thoughts. And it was just real and raw, exactly what I was frustrated with, exactly what I was feeling. And the words were for no one but myself. The goal wasn't that somebody would find it. The goal wasn't that it would be published. The goal was to try to get myself back in balance. And it was a real raw snapshot of what's going on. And then, you know, two weeks later, same thing was happening. Same feelings were happening. I looked back at the other one two weeks ago and I was like, man, I don't even need to write today. The same feelings are coming across for the same issues. Now I could just bullet point three things that are not going my way. Now I can just find three solutions to kind of what's going on. So I think for a lot of different folks, finding balance is extremely tough. And I'm not an expert here, but maybe you do need to talk to somebody like a psychologist or a, uh, a therapist or something or a friend or a family member just to get something off your chest. One thing with COVID-19 right now is the isolation is killing people. The not being able just to talk and have a conversation with the ones you love the most because of uh, COVID concerns, the isolation is really, uh, you know, getting people pent up. And sometimes they're pent up with their family and they've never been pent up with their family for that long. So I think it's a little bit different for each person to find homeostasis, find that balance. But I think writing and talking it out to people are, are two that I've found to be um, extremely beneficial. And what I'd say is it's probably money, money well spent to see a therapist if you don't, if you feel like you're being a burden on somebody with your problems, just pay somebody to listen to you, right? And they would offer maybe offer suggestions, or they're just there to freaking listen when things aren't going well um, in your relationships and your business. You're just overall um, your overall mental health. It is okay to not be okay, and I think we're seeing a lot of uh, those issues arise right now. And I think we've got to find those different ways um, to balance yourself out. Another quick two that are super important is meditation and yoga. Those are the times when I feel the absolute best is when I feel I am forced to slow down. I am forced to get back to the middle. It is really hard to do yoga it is really hard to do yoga and like go through a whole session and be a 12 out of 10. Like be freaking just high energy as heck, not slowing down. Try to stretch your hamstring for three minutes while listen to, listening to ACDC. That shit just won't, <laughs> that, that, that just, it just won't work, right? And so you're forced to slow down. That's what I like about talking, writing, meditation, yoga. You are forced to rebalance, reevaluate. I also walk a ton. I know Jake walks quite a bit as well. And, you know, I don't do it that much for exercise, but you can sure as shit know that I do it to clear the brain and head and get some uh, get some good fresh air and, and some fresh thoughts. So man, max, manufacturing energy is absolutely huge and, and figuring out the balance, Jake, fill, figuring out the balance between true real energy and stress. And how do those two operate in your life? 
to make sure that your life's fulfilling? It's only something you can do for yourself. Jake, I liked how you closed it out last time. I think we're done with manufacturing energy. I hope everybody uh, is having a, a great day today if you're listening to this on Wednesday the 4th and watching all of this uh, presidential nonsense. I, uh, I I hope you can find some calm in the next days as these balance, ballots excuse me, are counted. And uh, just remember, you don't have to show up and be someone you are not. You don't have to show up to work and be someone you're not. It is fucking exhausting. Be who you are and add value in the ways that you know you can. And with that, you're going to listen to Jake Spurley close us on out. Final sponsor plug here. Thank you again, Fair and Events. Been, Been great sponsors all all season two, season one, throughout the whole journey. Uh, with that, uh, big thank you to Kyle. Jeez, it's, it's been uh, such a beautiful, beautiful ride in season two. Season three is uh, coming up in a few episodes here. Uh, another uh, another uh, big shout out to uh, all the people listening too. It's just, uh, it's really amazing. You know, when we go back and we look at, you know, where are people listening from? How many people are looking at this? I mean, thousands of downloads now, truly remarkable. Certainly hope that uh, you are finding some value here. And as always, if you find value in this episode, please leave a rating, share it, whatever, tell mom and dad, significant other kids, whatever it is, we would certainly appreciate it. Um, All we're trying to do here is, uh, provide any amount of value we can and with that thank you for listening to episode 47 manufacturing energy on the against all average podcast and we'll see you next time